Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. Welcome to my podcast. It has been quite a while since I have a broadcast. I've been working on myself a lot and um, just have really come to a place of peace and tranquility and, and um, you know, just higher understanding. I, I want to share some things that I was guided to that you might want to look into, you know, check it out, see if you resonate with a couple things. You know, it's so important that with this great awakening that we really start to understand, you know, how we even came to where we are now. And I'm not just talking about the corruption. Yes, the corruption. But also the the spiritual beings uh, that helped us and continue to help us as we ascend. You know, we have so many helpers. And thank God for that, that we have these helpers because, um, you know, who knows where we would be if we didn't have this galactic intervention happening. So something I came across recently was a video. It's, you know, I'm doing research. You know, we have to, we have to do our own research. We have to research. We have been dumbed down to just believe what anything anyone says or whatever we see on the screen and... And this is our enlightenment. You know, enlightenment is is knowledge. That's a, a big part of enlightenment is knowledge. And really understanding how we got to this place in time. I want to thank uh, those of you that reached out to me. I did receive some messages and, you know, just checking on me. And I thought that was very sweet and kind. And thank you for that. Uh, I am alive and well. Just uh, have been, and you know, was dealing with a lot with losing loved ones. And then uh, I have been traveling to see my mother just about monthly now to try to help her, you know, through this. We're helping each other. So I've been busy flying back and forth to, from Pennsylvania to Kansas. And I also, you know, like everyone else, am going through the stages of deprogramming. I didn't realize that's what it was until something came across my lap. So I think that's one thing I want to share today is just this. You can actually put it in a search, uh, stages of deep programming, because that's how I found it. And then I printed it out, and I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read the different levels. Because when, when I started reading this, I was like, man, you know, this is so much more than the stages of grief <laughs> is tough enough, but the stages of deprogramming. All survivors go through these stages, just some more more faster than others. That's what it says. So just listen to this, the stages, and see perhaps where you are. And, and what I also realized reading the stages of deprogramming is that something can happen like, you know, a death of a loved one. And I, I realized, man, it puts you right in another state. It might... You might backtrack <laughs> to a stage where it's anger and, and all that. So here we go. The stages of deprogramming. It begins with loss and hurt. Shock. Then numbness. Denial. Emotional outbursts. Anger. Fear. Searchings. 
In other words, searching, you know, for truth, <laughs> searching for something. Disorganization, panic, loneliness, and with loneliness, they have uh, guilt and isolation. Then depression. The next stage is re-entry troubles. And boy, that hit home right there because it, it is about re-entering into, you know, this reality as you're breaking free from the matrix, but then re-entering it just made so much sense, re-entry troubles. When I read that, I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. The next stage is new relationships. And I think that's part of the whole re-entry troubles because you don't have the same relationships anymore. Uh, once you, you know, going through your, your awakening process and, and it's almost impossible to be around others that aren't. <laughs> so maybe you can relate with that. So then the new relationships start, and that is what's happening for me, right? I am meeting that new soul family that is awakening together, and then comes the next stage, new strengths, which is where I'm at now, realizing even my abilities have just gotten stronger and stronger through this awakening period. Then comes new patterns, and that is also fascinating because when I read new patterns, I realized I have changed so much, even what I do uh, throughout my day and, and how I do things and the things I want to do. So new patterns and then to hope and then to affirmation and then the stage is helping others. And the final stage as we're helping others, it is loss adjustment, right? We have to adjust from the loss that we have experienced. Even the loss of realizing that nothing has been true, that we were taught. <laughs> Just the loss of what we thought reality was. So I wanted to share that because, you know, number one, it hit home for me, many of the different stages, and I am breaking free now from that re-entry troubles <laughs> and realizing I was always in the lane I needed to be in, but I had to be awake to continue. And I had to let so many fall away, so many people fall away and allow them to be on their journey and not worry about them and stop trying to convince them of anything. And so that's where I'm at. I am stepping into, back into that warrior mode, that warrior angelic lane. And the more I learn, the more I understand, uh, the more I am just, I know why I'm here, right? We are here to end the corruption and the evil and the darkness and to usher in the most beautiful space and place, let's just say heaven on earth, and so all of the corruption and the dark and the evil has to fall away, be destroyed, however you want to say it. And <clears throat> we're seeing that all around the world, right? We're seeing all these, I mean, a lot of souls are leaving. I've seen so many souls, you know, famous people, they're, they're, 
they're dying. And, or you'll see famous people whose houses, so many that their houses are for sale, their mansions are for sale. Like we're seeing the shift happen, right? We're seeing it happen. And it takes time, you know, even for this new financial system, the new has to be put into place before we can just destroy the old. We're seeing it moving towards that destruction. And it's all happening simultaneously. It's like two timelines side by side, right? This glorious one, this golden age, amping up, revving up, um, as this other, the old timeline, the slavery system is being dissolved. And so right now it is, I'm going to say, it's imperative that you really do take care of you, find ways to usher in more joy into your life every single day, whatever that means. For me right now, we've, we've broken out of this winter here in Pennsylvania. Not to say we won't get some more, who knows, but the birds are singing and it's, it's such a, it's just beautiful sound to my ears to hear the birds singing again. And that reminds me, Michael and I went for a drive the other day out in the uh, mountains, went to one of our favorite places, and we're driving along this, this country road, and all of this bald eagle, all of a sudden it's, it's like in front of us, above us, flying. And I said, oh my God, like, it came down, it literally came down in front of our windshield and flew in front of us for a couple of minutes. And I was in such shock. I was like telling Michael to slow down. I thought he was going to actually hit it. I was like, slow down. It's right there. If I would have been standing on my, probably sitting on the hood of our car, I could have touched it. And it just flew in front of us for a couple minutes. And it brought back a memory of that happening several years ago when Michael and I were taking drives up through the mountains and how I discovered Elk Mountain and the, the magical energy there that I, you know, I know that I'm here. That's one reason I'm here is for that mountain, <clears throat> for what will be created there. And that was another time we're driving on a different road going towards the mountains. And up in front of us, we could see something across the road. We didn't know if it was like a, we didn't know what it was going to be. It was a dead animal. It was huge. And as we're driving closer, it, it was a bald eagle. It was not injured. It was literally laying on the road. It flapped its wings and flew in front of us for a, several minutes. I've always had this connection with the bald eagle. Um, we have one that flies over our river behind my house. Um, and it is always, you know, it's always just my sign. I'm really working closely with God and really connected with source. And... So I just had to share that because it blew me away again. And then Michael's like, well, you, you didn't even get your camera out and take a video. I said, I, I was in awe, like awe slash shock, staring at this bald eagle flying in front of our windshield. I mean, didn't dawn on me to grab my camera. I was enjoying the moment. So I have broken through 
whatever that is, <laughs> that, the, the next stage, the reentry troubles. Um, and I am stepping back into my role of whatever that might be, um, a mentor, a, um, a friend, a family, a helper. I am going to do my best to show up, to help you through all of your stages and to create this new and beautiful place together as we experience the loss of the old. Now we are eternal beings. I am a true believer in that, eternal beings. And so we have to remember that as we are experiencing the loss of family and friends. We will see them again. We can receive messages from them as they're on the other side. They will continue to love us and to guide us. All we need to do is just ask them. Ask them for signs that they're near. Sometimes I hear a song in my head and it was a hymn that my dad loved. Sometimes it's a bird that shows up in my yard. There's so many different ways. So I wanna share one more thing. I think just one more thing here. Um, a video that did come across my lap that I found very interesting and fascinating. And it talks about the whole financial system, the corruption, but it also talks about St. Germain and St. Germain's role in all of this. I have always felt a connection to St. Germain. And so I'm, I'm gonna guide you this video to see, and it's long. It's a long video, but it's really worth the listen so you can understand what has happened, you know, how we got here, what was put into place, and what is coming down the pipeline. All right, so the, if you just go to YouTube, just put in the search. This is the name of the video. It is Change is on the Horizon, Nasara Mission. Nasara is spelled N-E-S-A-R-A, -E Nasara Mission by James Rink. R-I-N-K. It's on YouTube. It's Change is on the Horizon, Nasara Mission by James Rink. Um, again, it's a long one, but it is definitely, I felt very, not just worth my time. I just, it just validated a lot for me. So how about uh, before I close out today? Um, be sure to check back because I am... I'm probably going to record another podcast right after this one with, with another topic. I'm going to try to, some of them might be shorter, uh, some might be long, we'll see, because you know Julia can go on rants sometimes. But I really want to bring you helpful information, things that will help you on your path. So I'm going to, I'm pulling a card from uh, the Sacred Rebels deck by Alana Fairchild. Let's just see what the message is. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through or or creating or wondering, let's just intend that this card will be the answer for everyone. That you will get your answer from this message. Okay, interesting. So this, the card that I uh, stopped at is number 26. 
and it has a, a young woman in a spiral of light. And it is relax the hold of darkness and be at cause. So let's see, I'm going to read the message, see what it is. Dear sacred rebel, this moment in your life requires great courage. Fortunately, you possess that in bucket loads. You're being asked to allow yourself to be lifted out of one level of known reality and into the next level of higher voltage reality. You can't make this up. <laughs> wow, okay. Higher voltage reality requires a more absolute trust and a heart that is surrendered into the greater heart of the universe so that life can happen to us, through us and with us, more quickly, more radically, more beautifully, and more boldly. You are now being invited into this new reality where things happen quickly and accordingly to bold, loving optimism. This is a re reality not only of potential, but of manifestation of the great, big, cosmic yes. To access this reality, you have to leap from known waters, and others may think you are crazy for doing so. You have to leave behind the dark, weighty grip of hesitation, procrastination, second-guessing, and the belief you have to do everything on your own. You may fear for your life. How will you be safe in the wild electrical pulse of, such, of so much aliveness? How will you function without the hazy, sleepy-inducing paralysis of playing it safe, taking too long, and placing lesser priorities above your sacred art of life? How will you hold yourself back if you don't hold on to fear? You do not need to worry about such things. Life is wild, but it is also wise. It is a force of startling raw awakening at times, but it is also the natural process of evolution where all things mature accordingly to a seasonal cycle in the right timing. You are a part of, not apart from, that process. The invitation to shift gears and jump on board the express train of life will feel exhilarating and perhaps also challenging. When you are in the hold of the darkness, you will feel pushed to turn away, to imagine it is all too much, and to create excuses about how your desires aren't grounded enough, that you're being too flighty or flaky, or that you're not living in the real world. That is fear talking, not truth. If the sacred rebel is not awakened, we will continue to live in a culture drenched in fear and distrust of nature. Those without awakened hearts don't yet understand what nature knows. She knows timing. She knows life and death. She knows the creative process. She just knows. And can be trusted to support us, her own creations, in becoming all that we can become. Does this mean that we become passive and just flow along like a limp leaf detached from a tree and blown about randomly by the breeze? No. Being free of the dark hold empowers us to take up our cause. This means being free to act and affirm the intuitive feelings we have by following up on them. This is painting like someone who has lost their mind, completely free from the heart. It means writing, even though you have no conscious idea of what you are writing, even as the words are streaming forth upon the page before your 
rather curious eyes. And it means speaking about your work, never hiding it away. Allow it to breathe the fresh air and be held in the gaze of another. Detach from the darkness that would say it is not enough or must be in the best, me the best thing ever, whatever that means, in order to be worthy of the place in the world. Instead, just let it be what it is. It might fly, it might endure, and it might not. All of nature, including you and your passions and dreams, will be what is needed, when it is needed, and how it is needed, according to wisdom. We just have to trust in this within ourselves and within nature herself through the flow of life, and we must participate. You are asked to go within and imagine diving deep off the edge of what you've known. There is so much more calling you now, and it's your time to take a leap. Here's a little bit of healing process. I'm just going to read this, and you can, you know, see if it resonates with you or not. Say, I accept the offer of life so that I may truly live. Through unconditional love, I now invite and receive all assistance, intervention, protection, and inspiration so that I may leap into my next cycle of life held in the loving grace of wisdom. So be it. Well, that was uh, fascinating. <laughs> it's perfect message for me. Totally made sense for me. And I am grateful, grateful for the message. I am off to do my hot yoga. I created my own hot yoga room in our home at the beginning of all of this. And it is my, one of my favorite places in our house. I love to go to my hot yoga room. I feel like I'm just doing yoga with God. So I'm off to do that because I've been really uh, taking really excellent care of myself and that is good for my body, mind, and spirit. I'm sending oodles of love your way. The light in me sees the light in you and it is glorious. Namaste and God bless.